Welcome to the Unwashed Asses, episode 137, recorded for Friday, December 6th, 2019. Oh, tired. Just uh, had a very good, good long day of reading and research, and it tuckered me out more than I thought it would. Um, we're, we're doing an episode of Monster of the Week on uh, the Devil Baby of Hull House. So that one's going to be coming out next Monday. Um, but for those that want it early, head over to patreon.com slash zero and zero nine and uh, pitch in a buck. That's all I ask. One dollar. And that gets you early access. You get your own private podcast feed and you get to the, uh, the Monster of the Week episodes Fridays, the same day they're recorded. It's a whole three days early and you can uh, in, uh, join me in my enthusiasm for the weird as we uh, delve into to creatures that take up considerably more time than I thought they would researching like but I will say I was uh, endlessly fascinated by the work of the whole house in Chicago and, and learning all that I did about it so we'll probably be doing an episode about them here in the very near future but in the meantime, I must uh, lament and sit here sadly and quite melancholy as I've been fat shamed by my veterinarian about our, our chonky boy himself, Dexter, who went in for his annual checkup to find out that he has gained over a pound since his last visit. Um, and despite being a, a healthy little chub, or happy little chub, uh, starting to put some pressure on his joints, and we gotta make the utmost efforts to get his his weight under control. And I'll admit, a lot of it's just me being a bad pet owner. And you know, when hungry boy's hungry and he's crying, like, oh well, I'm gonna be the good doting parent and and give you food because you're you're just a kitty. It's okay. I like it when you're a little bit heavy. It makes you know there's more of you to to cuddle with. And, uh, you know, you're not really necessarily the playing type. You can dabble a string around you and you'll take a few swats at it, but generally you lose interest. And I just kind of left it at that. But as he's getting on in years, it's a matter of us uh, um, taking the precautions to reduce food intake and play with him more. Uh, the goal being that he loses three pounds by the next vet appointment. Oh, man. But it was interesting. So they had told me that um, there is a way to restrict his feeding aside from just doing timed feedings. Because the way we do it now is in the morning, they'll get a half... We have two cats, so Dexter and Annalise. They'll get a half cup of food in the morning, dry food, kibble. Uh, then in the afternoon, around 5 o'clock, they'll get... Um, you know, those little packets of wet food. We'll split one in half for them. And then at night before going to bed, we'll put down another half cup of kibble. And while uh, the little one, Annalise, apparently eats most of the wet food, you don't really see Dexter eating much. And when he does eat, he does it in a very lazy Jabba the Hut fashion where he'll lay down in front of the food bowl and then kind of lazily, need a different adjective here, scoop out the food towards his mouth one kibble at a time. So he's very slow and methodical with it. Um... But you never see him eat like a whole lot. He's never been ravenous to the point where he goes and devours everything in the bowl. Um, but the vet relayed, oh, he might just be a, a nighttime eater. And that would 
make a lot of sense because there's times where you know it's it's late in the night very early in the morning and he's all about getting in in your face in bed and like feed me as he points to his mouth with with his little cat paws and he requires more food um and a lot of the times yeah i'll we'll give in you know we'll we'll get out of bed and give him food just so he'll leave leave us alone but no more no we're now looking at since they're both microchipped you can apparently get food automatic food dispensers or feeders for your pets that will be programmed to their individual chips like the, the ones you get implanted and your pets say they get lost somebody takes it to a shelter or a vet they can scan the chip and tell it'll tell them who the owner is what their phone number is how to get in contact so they can be reunited with their owner well this feeder will read the rf tag and dispense like you set a proper allotment of like okay here's how much food this particular pet gets in during the day and in our case where we have two pets say you know itty bitty annalise hasn't eaten all her food yet if she walks up to it it will you know scan her and dispense food whereas if tub tub dexter has eaten his daily allotment and goes back up to it it won't dispense any food for him until you know the cycle resets itself so it's rather ingenious and kind of enables me being lazy in the fact that i don't have to you know separate them for uh, feeding time and say all right you have like 15 minutes chow down here's what you get while i sit with you it's it's more let them eat at their own pace so i'll be interested to see how it goes and i'm really curious to see if he learns to circumvent the if he can if he can hack the feeder by having annalise walk up and then he eats when she's there <laughs> well we'll find out but uh tub tub's got he's got to lose some weight we got to get him down to 13 pounds but that's not what i'm i'm here to talk about no we're we're here to talk about uh the undeniable force that is uh disney plus's the the mandalorian so from here on out, spoilers are abound if you've not seen this series or have any interest in it. Tune out now. Just, just walk away because, uh, you know me, if I'm going to talk about something, I, I want to spoil the shit out of it. I want to have a very intimate and in-depth one-way conversation with myself about things that I like. <laughs> and that's what The Mandalorian is. Um, it's no secret that I've fallen out of love with star wars uh as of late uh, especially with the new trilogy well not awful the main episode seven and eight the spin-off solo and especially the loathsome rogue one have left a lot to be desired and the show is designed towards children like rebels um definitely are not up my alley and as such i've kind of fallen out of love with with star wars and their incessant use of Jedis in the Force, and that's why I kind of shied away from the uh, Jedi Fallen Order series, a title that just came out from Respawn, despite it getting rave reviews and sounding like it'd be something up my alley. I just, I don't care. I, I, I want, I want what the Mandalorian's given me, and uh, that is a essentially space western. So if you're familiar with shows like uh, Cowboy Bebop or Firefly, I got good news. Mandalorian is 
definitely up that alley and will scratch all of those particular itches. Um, it's released on a weekly... Uh, despite it being on a streaming platform, it's released weekly. So every Friday you get a new episode. Right now we're on episode 5. I've yet to watch this episode because I have agreements saying that I won't watch it by myself. Um, and stupid Disney Plus ratting me out if I have watched it saying would you like to restart this episode no 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 don't give me up disney plus don't rat me out the way netflix does let them believe that i've saved myself and kept myself pure and clean for the wedding night that is friday night in the mandalorian um the idea being that the mandalorian is a bounty hunter it's set about five years after return of the jedi and 25 years before uh the force awakens so we have a really meaty chunk of Star Wars time where there's a lot going on that we don't know about because the movies just movies and other series haven't really gotten into it. On top of that, we're delving into a character who's part of a clan that, unless you've really dug into the expanded universe, most folks aren't going to know much about Mandalorians. Um, Mandalorians themselves being a uh, race of people from the pan planet Mandalore. They're warriors. Uh, think of them like the Spartans or the Trojans or, you know, Space Knights that are, are well known for their battle prowess. Although several events have transpired that have reduced their planet to um, a shadow of its former glory and its people to mostly being mercenaries and bounty hunters uh, as they try to keep their heads down and stay out of trouble so they can rebuild and, and go about doing their business and and that's what we have here is a, a story about a lone mandalorian uh working his way through through the galaxy uh it is created by john favreau uh has had multiple directors including uh deborah chow bryce dallas howard taika watiti so a lot of good names in there and um starring some pretty big names like uh, Pedro Pascal, who was the um, main guy, or not the main guy, the scorpion from Game of Thrones, the, the prince from the sands, got a spoiler's head crush, but also uh, starring Carl Weathers, uh, we have Nick Nolte, uh, Taika Waititi is doing a voice, Gina Carano, who was just delightful in Deadpool and is just as uh, delightful here. But we also have the uh, the star of the show. Uh, no, not the Mandalorian, but uh, the character who has risen to the top and has swayed people back to Star Wars despite protests, and that is Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is, is just what you'd think he is. He is, um, since the species that Yoda belongs to has never been named. We just call this thing Baby Yoda. Not that we would call it anything else if we knew what its actual species name was, because we've only had two of them, Yoda and Yaddle. Instead, we have this adorable 50-year-old, now bear in mind, 50 years old is still infant toddler-esque in the long-living Yoda species, which when, again, when 500, 900 years you reach, look as good you will not. Um... He's adorable. He's tiny. He's a little scamp that uh, has a habit for showing up in places that he shouldn't and and just being insanely adorable and uh, compared to what should be a controlled substance because of his ability to make 
women's ovaries scream in glee and joy and, and want to make their own baby Yodas. And I'll admit, when Baby Yoda first came about, I hated him. Hated him. Because I knew exactly what was going to happen. My, my fabled space western, my Star Wars without Jedi and uh, lightsabers and the Force was about to be ruined. And you give it two episodes and sure enough, that's exactly what happens. Where we have the Mandalorian set out to retrieve a package from... Desert Wasteland on behalf of a former Empire uh, employee and his scientists who want the target brought back alive, at which point we find that the target is Baby Yoda. As part of his assignment to go get the Baby Yoda, being a desert planet, apparently Jawas just aren't exclusive to Tatooine. And like leaving your car parked in a sketchy neighborhood, decide to strip down the Mandalorian ship and then get off with the parts. Now, not being one to barter with the Jawas and pay them for essentially parts that they stole from him, Mandalorian then agrees to hunt down a uh, mud rhino and bring back the egg, which the Jawas covet. And it's during this fight that the Mandalorian's thoroughly getting his ship pushed in when the Baby Yoda uses the Force instinctively and stops the mud rhino allowing the mandalorian to kill it and retrieve the egg but this is the first and last instance that we have seen of the force thus far the baby yoda went into a coma-like state and was essentially just sleeping off that big uh, exhortation now it could be argued that during the fight with the the mud rhino when the Mandalorian received his arm injury, Baby Yoda, in a very adorable fashion, kept sneaking out of his little hover crib to try and touch the wound. Now, maybe he was trying to heal him. Maybe he was just being empathetic. Either way, we know there was some force play at work. But this leads us on to a series of uh, the Mandalorian turning in the, the baby himself and then feeling real, real shitty about it. And coming back and in John Wick fashion, breaking the baby out of captivity, and then taking him on the lamb. And that's kind of where we end up with him seeking out his deserted planet to potentially wait things out. Which doesn't make sense, because every target in this series thus far has had some... Like a little key fob gets handed out to these bounty hunters that allows them to hone in on the target, no matter what planet they're on. And so I don't know if he was just trying to outrun the range of the things... Or if he was seeing if it would drop off after time, but I guess that's the one thing that's striking me as extremely odd is like, why wouldn't you find a way to disable the tracker trackers and then you know you can thoroughly disappear at that point? But it's going to be a, a journey to get to the conclusion. Right now, again, episode five released today. There's only eight episodes in this first season. It's been confirmed for two seasons. But uh, while I'm enjoying the, the slow pace, if we're going to start getting any conclusions, they're going to have to start speeding things up. And I'm hoping it doesn't go too quickly that it feels unsatisfying like the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. But I will say that the last episode I watched, uh, Chapter 4, uh, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, was very much a love song to... Uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh... I'm so bad at names, guys. 
I'm so bad at names. Um, bah, 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 bah. Akira Kurosawa's uh, Seven Samurai, where he is paid by local farmers to stop the bandits that come in and steal their food and their women and ultimately trains the, the farmers to stand up for themselves and fight this invading army. Uh, just a delightful story, no matter which way it's told. And it does, and The Mandalorian does it justice. So... I'm excited. Um, it's one of the few shows I'm actually looking forward to, along with Rick and Morty this year. Um, so yeah, if you have Disney Plus or have the option to get it, I'd say at this point, go ahead and just, just wait until all of the first season's out and then you can binge it. Maybe get it all done before trial's over and then just cancel the subscription because I'll be honest, Disney Plus doesn't have a lot for me right now. I've seen most of the marvel movies i've seen all the star wars movies i don't really give a shit about um disney movies the years past sure they have a lot of the fox stuff from when i was a kid like spider-man and x-men and spider-man unlimited and just a lot of stuff you wouldn't expect but it was definitely big on saturday morning cartoons it's there but again unless you're diehard for that kind of stuff another subscription doesn't really justify it but, uh, you know, to each their own. So that's going to wrap this up. Um, one thing I do want to say is I am ex very much enjoying my time with Monster a Week. I know we're only three episodes in. and uh, It's a relatively new series. I see it having the potential to really kind of carry things. And spoilers, the unwashed ass is kind of taking a backseat. But um, for that to happen, I'm thinking what we have to do is make it its own feed. So... I guess the goal now is if we can hit the $40 a month um, for Patreon, then I that will justify it for me to create its own separate feed and, and build up everything that has to happen for that. Um, in the meantime, again, if you do head over to patreon.com slash zero and zero nine, pitch in a buck, you'll get the episodes. Um, three days early and it's in its own separate feed so it's kind of a way to cheat the system but if we get enough people on board and again we hit that $40 a month goal then I'll make its own separate public feed uh, which I think will help things quite a bit so let me know what your feedback is um, again I, I'm having a lot of fun with it and I see a lot of potential for it but uh, it, it can't happen or I can't progress it without you so either uh, vote with your dollar over at uh, Patreon or shoot me an email, theunwashedasses at gmail.com, and uh, we'll see what happens with it. But uh, thank you all for, for your support. Um, but until next time, you know, as we say, blood for the blood god. <laughs>